Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, I mean, it's actually just not cool. It's really hot. Yeah, my car says like 100 degrees earlier up Jeez. here in the Northeast. My uh, thermostat says it's 85 degrees in this room, and it's definitely going to get hotter as this podcast goes on, so sure. kill me now. Well, before you die, we're going to do our best to keep cool for the summer. Nope, but nope, that it, was two years ago. But it is not yet SummerSlam time because we have one more stop. So, this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things WWE, including Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, and this Sunday's WWE Battleground, live from the greatest city in the world, Philadelphia. We're also going to talk about uh, Lucha Underground by Proxy. Indeed. And we might talk a little bit about Impact as well. Nope. But I'm Owen, joined as always by John. And we're joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We're streaming live over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and Twitch.tv slash OzoneOnline. So check us out there. We're monitoring our chats and our Twitter at the Heel Turns. So send us your questions and your, your comments and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen? Yo. Been... I've been streaming video games on the internet. I got you into that? Yeah, you, you said I should do that, and I was thinking maybe I should make that hot content, so I've I've been doing it. How's that working out for you? It's alright, I guess. It's not bad. I, I played some Friday the 13th. I watched. It it's an good. excuse to play Friday the 13th. I, I enjoyed watching you do that thing. Yay! But I am currently playing a game that I cannot stream, or I could, but I don't want to. I'm going to live in my private shame. Yeah, okay, have fun with Destiny there. No, I'm not talking about... What the hell, dude? I'm, of course I'm streaming Destiny. I'm, play, I'm, I'm tapping the screen, and the numbers are getting bigger. Oh, jeez, which one is it? It's a brand new one, my friend. And it is called... WWE Tapmania. Nope. Made by Sega. Nope. I mean, okay, is the writing as good as the Crazy Taxi one? There's not much writing. But nope. this is, is kind of like the Crazy Taxi thing. I'm fighting Kalista right now. Sure. Bailey's gonna hug him. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm tapping the screen and the numbers get bigger and I can and you get card packs and it's it's a clicker. Oh god, my guy died. Well, I did not know you can. Be, oh, that's cool. Your wrestler can get knocked out. Anyway, that's out on iOS. I don't know if it's on Android. It's probably a trap, though. But all the stuff up until the the main event fights are all these randomly generated people with funny names. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. I'm into it. I recommend at least downloading it and checking it out for, like, maybe a day. I will do no such thing. Alright. You live your life, man. I will. I'm gonna play all the shooty skies. That's cool. You know they added daily challenges to that game? Did not. They did. And as part of the daily challenges, you get a new currency that you can use to get gold characters! Oh, shit. Gold characters. Same characters you already have, but this time they're gold. That's 
And can you pay money to do this? You can pay money for the tickets if you want to, but you don't have to. I have not had to pay a single coin or currency to buy any of the tickets for the How many the cool characters do you have? I have four or five. What's that, man? You, it's basically, it's five tickets lets you hit the machine. You get one ticket per daily challenge. So it's about one every five days. Yeah. That's fine. And you can, you know, all the daily challenges, they're free to play that day. Um, if you miss the day, then you can pay 500 of the of the coins that you usually use for, like, the, the character slot machine to, to buy a daily challenge. That's okay. And play it as many times as you want. That sounds pretty okay. Yeah, no, it's great. But, John? They breathe new life into this game. It's awesome. Speaking of breathing new life into a game, you mentioned this other game that you tried to say I have shame in, but I have no shame in saying that Destiny 2 is fucking great. Sure, whatever. It's real good. I'm having a real good time. I'm back. I'm back in, baby. Destiny is back. Because they actually have campaign stuff that I care about. It looks... and plays and is written awesomely and I'm excited it's great also the important thing that playing as a hunter my, my stabby knife still feels real good when I stab people and they disintegrate alright then so yeah I've, I've been playing the, the Destiny for the pa- uh, Destiny beta for the past uh, couple days there's and- a video on the internet you can go watch that yeah, and I'm going to stream more of it this weekend because starting Friday, it's open to everybody. All right, then. For free, so you can get in on that. Maybe I will. Y- you should. Destiny is real good. It, they did right. I, I posted a video. Did you see the video I posted on Twitter like about an hour ago? Nope. So I was playing the, the PvP mode, and, for the, and we were down to the last point. And the enemy uh, launched off their ult, which gives them, like, a fire sword right in front of me. And I just stabbed him with my little knife, and I killed him, and we won the game. All right, then. Even though their sword is a one-hit kill on me, I still just stabbed them in the face as soon as they popped it and won. Okay. But yeah. Screw swords. Hunter knife for life. Destiny is great. I Check- can confirm none of these things. Check twitch.tv slash online. This weekend to see some action. We'll probably have our friend Staken up in there. And maybe you. Possibly. Yeah, so I, I recommend that. And uh, do you have any uh, thoughts about Friday the 13th, the game you've been streaming? It continues to be a video game that I enjoy. Is it a video game? Because I see it disconnects a whole bunch and you can't find matches. It's not a video game that works as well as it should, but when if, it does if, work... If it doesn't work, is it still a video game? It does work, for one. Again, not as well as it should, but that's a different topic entirely. It mm. works and is functional, and when it works exactly as intended, it is one of the most interesting games I've played in a long time. I enjoy watching you play. Yeah. Especially when you roleplay. I mean, you gotta roleplay. That's the entire point. But, I mean, don't you don't roleplay as Jason. You roleplay as uh, the floating head from Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, when I do the, the Chromopulons and, and just yell, show me what you got at people. 
as you're hunting them down, and you just, just as you murder them, you just keep going disqualified at them. It's great. They don't seem to be into it. Well, some people seem to be into it. Some people seem to think it's funny. Other people don't seem to be into it, though. Like, what do they say to you? Usually just yelling about, Oh, fucking bullshit! Fuck that shit! Fucking Jason! Oh, oh so online people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I had somebody in Destiny earlier when we were doing the uh, the strike where we kept dying, and he yelled, like, do you even fucking know how to play video games? And I blocked them. It's like, I don't even know. I've had... I'm like, oh, yeah, online shooters. I forgot everyone's toxic. Oh, My yeah, bad. no, I've had plenty of games, like, thankfully not on stream, where, like, uh, I've just been in a game where some dude, like, was going around team killing and being an asshole. And, of course, like... That guy sucks, but the response to that guy sucking is people yelling homophobic epithets at him. I'm glad that that stuff does not get picked up on the stream. Yeah, I, does it get picked up when I'm in the uh, like when I'm in the actual game though, I like mean, with the actual party people? I, I don't know. I didn't hear it when we should test that. Yeah, we'll test that because I I have been generally at least on the archived streams, uh, in, like, my own personal party, so I can just rant about whatever. Yeah, luckily, I have a hookup, so when I stream Destiny, I'm just in a Discord channel with people that I know are cool. And they can curse a whole bunch, but they don't go, you know, past the line. So, uh, John, so before we move on to news, you should... Quickly, just tell people what what's your Twitch channel name? Twitch.tv slash video underscore shames. Video, it's a good name. Video shames. Video shames. I I sometimes host you. You you never host me. I don't know how. I'll teach you when we're off the air. So, John, are you ready to talk about some wrestling news? Because I mean, considering that I put wrestling news in there, yes. There's, there's not a lot, but what's there is pretty important. So I am going to hit the jingle. Play the damn button song. Hey, John. First bit of news. Play that funky news music, white boy. I, I, I already did. I know you did. But the most important news is up first, and I am... Devastated because my Wednesday morning was ruined. No more talking smack. Yeah. Uh, did you hear a story behind this? I sure did, but uh, please tell the audience for everybody that doesn't know. Yeah, Vince McMahon saw the latest episode of Talking Smack, which, to be fair, was kind of a weaker episode. And he just said, well, fuck this, it's canceled. And there you go, and they didn't tell any of the people that are involved. Just, just got canceled. Yep. Um, and apparently, the talk is that like Vince doesn't like the unscripted nature of it. Yeah, I know. Which, because of course he doesn't. Fuck that! Come on. The scripted stuff you're doing is mostly terrible. So why not just let these people be able to show their personality in such a way that you know you're not completely control freaking it? Oh, right, because it's Vince McMahon, he needs to control freak everything. Hey, John. Yes. You so. remember a little program called Tuesday Night Titans? Yes, I do. It was a you know an interview show. I was unscripted and a lot of fun and super successful. 
Oh, yes. With the Gorilla Monsoon and the Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah. So you would think, oh, we're just doing that again. Except, no, Vince McMahon hates the old stuff, and he's trying to get far away from it, so he's killing all the good things. Sports entertainment! I'm Except not I'm not entertained. entertained. Nailed it. Good job, we did that in unison. Yep. Nailed it. But yeah, that's a real bummer. I loved, you know, going into the office Wednesday morning, and right before I write my article, I watched Talking Smack. And now I don't have that anymore. Or do I? I don't know, do you? I might next week. There might be an episode of Talking Smack next week. And I'm not talking about the one after Battleground. There might be an episode of Talking Smack from SmackDown Live next Tuesday. Really? But it will not be on the WWE Network. What? Green WWE Network because they don't want it. So Danny Bryan said, "Fuck it, we're gonna do a pirate version." Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. We're gonna tout it out. <laughs> that's pretty cool. He's gonna do it on tout, <laughs> and Renee's like, "Yeah, we're, we're we should put together a show and do it." So, yeah, we might get a version of Talking Smack that's the WWE can't fuck with. All right, that's cool. I doubt it'll actually be on tout. No, it's not going to be on Tout. I don't, I don't even know if Tout... No, it's real. It's still a thing. Oh, really? It's just not the thing it was before. What is it now? It's now a thing where you can, you know, record videos for, like, journalism shit. Can we get big on Tout? I mean, we could if we did more filming stuff. If can we, we were, Tout like, it out? If you, were in the, if you were in the city more, we could probably Tout it out a whole bunch. Did you see the video that I saw a video that's circulating today of Danny Bryan? Uh, he recorded it, you know, you know, up and down video because that's how you do tout stuff. And he was yelling about how he's on tout and just started chanting tout on the set of Talking Smack. And you hear Renee in the background yelling that that it's not actually tout. It's it's very funny. All right then. Danny Bryan's all about that tout. Who isn't about that tout? Is the thing. Vince McMahon. <laughs> I mean, he was at one point. Yeah, but then he got out. Got out of the tout. WWE has no shares in tout anymore. Oh, really? No. Why, oh, why do you think they're not promoting it anymore? Duh. Because who the fuck cared about tout ever? Danny Bryan. You just said Danny Bryan and everybody cared about tout. What's wrong with you? Ironically. Yes, but that still counts. Suppose so. Anywho, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they come up with. Also, the version of Talking Smack they're doing after Battleground is hot garbage. And why is that? Because they did not invite me to be co-host. Well, yeah, because Daniel Bryan's going to be. No, they also did not invite Daniel Bryan. What? Who's going to be a co-host? They also did not invite Shane. It's going to be Renee Young and Jerry Lawler. And it's going to suck. Okay, that's a thing you can do. I've watched those Raw Talks where he was co-hosting. They sucked. So, nope. There's Turn Talk is back into Raw Talk, and Raw Talk, talk is garbage. And not just because it's Raw. I mostly just don't understand why. Because fuck you, Vince McMahon, that's why. 
Oh, and tell me better news. I'll tell you that Shane McMahon's not dead. Cool. But I can't tell you that he almost died. Wait, what? Did you not hear that this morning he was in a helicopter that had to make a crash landing in, in the in the water? What happened? There was a malfunction. The helicopter and it and it landed in the water. Dang. The best part is the news story just said two people, which you know was him and the pilot, and they don't like even highlight that it was Shane McMahon. And on the news while they're interviewing them, at one point one of the interviewers just asks, "Are you Vince McMahon's son?" And he goes, <laughs> "Not like matter of factly, yeah." And she's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's a real funny bit. It's it's a good, it's a good clip. It's you can find it on Twitter. But yeah, there's a malfunction. It, it crashed, and uh, Shane is t- totally fine. No injuries. The pilot's fine as well. Well, that's good. He got rescued by the Coast Guard or whatever, and uh, he will st- he will not miss any time, and he will still be at Battleground. Well, fantastic. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, that could have been a lot worse, so I'm glad that everything's good. It's a crazy thing to happen. I did enjoy that uh, someone quote-tweeted Shane McMahon's... Uh, tweet afterward about how he was thanking the man upstairs for protecting him and saying, oh, so Shane's finally made amends with his 2006 opponent. Very good. Yes. Thank you. Uh, John, there's more news. Yeah, there is. I'm, I'm gonna let you go first and then I will have the finals. Bit. Hey, Owen. So, have you been following what's going on in the AAA... Uh, no, that's your territory. Well, still, I mean, you know, it's it's a pretty interesting thing where cool stuff happens. Like I mean, what? they're the parent. Co- they are the parent company of Lucha Underground, the best wrestling show in the fucking um, world. I mean, it's not SmackDown. It's better than SmackDown. SmackDown doesn't have murder. And uh, Raw has murder and snake though. gods. I mean, yeah, we have a snake god. He's called the Randall Snake Man. Different kind of snake god. I'm talking I mean, about like I mean, actual you, snake I mean, gods. John, have you seen the sperm snake? I have seen the sperm snake. It's very just. I, dis- I have. Disquiet. I have worshipped at his altar once. That's pretty also, creepy, bro. Also, there was murder on on a great balls of fire. So I don't know what you're getting at. I'm getting at that Lucha Underground is the best show. Shut up. All right, fine. Continue with your news story. Okay, the point is that in spite of how good trip, like Lucha Underground is and everything they're doing with that show, AAA is a hot fucking mess that doesn't seem to be able to hold on to any of its talent or do right by anything. So, you know, things are all awful. And it seems like... Lucha Underground Season 4, if it ever happens, is going to be an absolute clusterfuck. So, let's recount some things that have happened so far. So, as you may remember, Ricochet, who plays Prince Puma, is kind of wanting to get off of Lucha Underground. Uh Uh-huh. Which would be bad, because, you know, Prince Puma is, like, one of the most important characters on the show. Rey Mysterio is now currently, uh, apparently, 
in talks with either GFW or WWE to go one of those places now that he's seemingly done with the AAA as well. Mm-hmm. Because apparently his contract is only, f- like, runs out literally the day that season three ends. Like, the the day that the last episode of Ultima Lucha airs is when his contract with uh, with AAA and, and Lucha Underground and everyone ends. And he probably won't resign. Yep. Uh, you remember what's going on with uh, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, right? Oh, yeah. So for those that don't remember, the two wrestlers, who are brothers in real life, uh, left AAA and are now wrestling uh, independently under the names Penta El Cerro Miedo, and uh, I don't remember what Phoenix is. Uh, Maybe it's Phoenix spelled the correct way. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it is offhand, but what I do remember is that AAA has gone and fucking uh, trademarked their new names so that they can't work. Yeah, fuck that. And this, and now we come to the latest bit of fucking bullshit here. So, you remember Taya, right? Uh, remind me. Taya Valkyrie. She is the lady what is part of Johnny Mundo's Worldwide Underground on Lucha Underground. Yes, that's who I thought it was. Yep, she's pretty cool. Uh, you might also... You may be unaware, but I'll tell you. Uh, she is Johnny Mundo's real-life fiance. Cool. And also, she was uh, AAA's uh, women's champion. When, you, why did you say was? Well, you see, uh, this week at a, at a, um, at a show, uh, Taya was basically asked not to appear, or di- was not appearing because she has a neck injury. Uh... Seemingly, without her or Mundo's knowledge, Taya Valkyrie was stripped of the title due to not, uh, you know, defending it on a taping that she was asked not to attend, and the title has now been given to Sexy Star, who apparently uh, has just returned after uh, a stint in trying to be a, a boxer. Okay. So, and the talk is now that apparently, like, so basically, they legit screwed Taya, Taya Valkyrie out of her title. As they do in wrestling, yes. Uh, so yeah, Taya is furious. Uh, of course, Johnny Mundo also had no idea that this was happening. And the talk is that apparently, uh, Sexy Star has, quote, so much pull with uh, AAA right now that she never has to lose her title if she doesn't want to. That's not how wrestling works. Yeah. So, they have just pissed off, like, the current Lucha Underground champion, who I think also might be, you know, a champion in other places in AAA, and, like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, you were actively, like, making it so I don't want a fucking Lucha Underground Season 4, because who's going to be there? And, yeah, who who are you going to feel okay being there? I don't know, that's the thing, it's like, cool, so you'll still have Joey Ryan, I guess, but it's like, you've, you've fucked over Pentagon, you fucked over Phoenix, you've... Fucked over Johnny Mundo, you fucked over or Prince Puma, you fucked over Rey Mysterio. Like, when does it end? 
What about Vampiro? Problem is that Vampiro ha- is uh, like a booker. And fucking, like, he was justifying, he was on, like, fucking Twitter in a bunch of places, justifying them taking the title from Taya. Nope. He, he is just as culpable in all of this, is the problem. Fuck that. Yep. What do you the think the odds are? A fucking disaster. What do you think the odds are that uh, John Morrison returns to Monday Night Raw? Um, I honestly don't know. That's a good question. I I think that would be cool. I could also totally see him going to Japan and and basically doing the AJ Styles thing. Because I don't I don't think if Johnny Mundo went back to WWE right now, they'd really put him in like a high card position. Let me pitch you this. SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. They set up the a six man tag with the Miztourage and Miz against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and a mystery person. And that's where he shows up to take on his former tag partner. It won't happen. And I, I, I no, I I can speak pretty clearly that it won't happen because I'm knowing how litigious both, you know, AAA and Lucha Underground have been in the past. There is no... Season 3 will not be over by then. And there is no way that they will let Johnny Mundo appear in WWE while Lucha Underground is still airing new episodes. But what if you wear a mask? Dude... Now he's not really appearing. Dude... These are the people that forced Marty Elias to be blurred out of fucking in a TNA match. I know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just having fun. Just having fun. Your fun is bad, and you should feel bad. Fine. Do you want to get want to feel even worse? No, but I guess I don't have a choice, do I? Buckle up, buddy. Because I know you watched Raw last week. I did. And you saw the Hardys. Getting wild. Uh, they sure did. Talking about how they might be obsolete. And nearly broken. Render themselves obsolete. The crowd yeah. was like, I know that! That's a thing! Yeah, they were doing a lot of broken references real blatantly. Yep. Because they may be closing in on getting that those rights to the broken universe. Okay, so where am I supposed to be upset? Because they were very close to a deal, and then GFW said, well, actually, let's make the deal impossible so that we can't do this. Like, currently, or...? The deal deal is off right now. The deal's off right now. The deal was almost done, and then... And and they fucking pulled out. No, but then they added something that made the deal impossible to accept. Because here's what the deal was, John. From people I talked to, closer to the situation, apparently the Hardys were going to pay between ten to $15,000 to get the rights. Okay. But then Anthem's like, well, actually, how about on top of that, we also get 50% of everything you make with this in perpetuity. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Like I said, imp- an impossible deal. It was about done, and then they pulled that shit. So, yeah. 
That's why this week they pulled back on all that stuff. Great. Because fuck that owl. So God damn owl. Never learns. So we'll we'll see what happens with this. It's a bummer, but hopefully eventually things will figure itself out. Hopefully. Because I I may not be a fan of Raw, but I am a fan of the Broken Universe. And I and that's just good for everyone. Yeah, it is. And it would be nice if they could actually do the thing that made them relevant again. Because like if all they have is this Team Extreme reunion, like they should render themselves obsolete. They pretty much are. I'm bored of it already. Yeah. Like you know, I guess we're going to get into Raw talk now, but uh, they had a match with the Revival, and it was good, because of course the Revival's going to have pull a good match at anyone, but still the same problem of the Hardys are boring when they're not doing their complete and utter fucking nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're not shooting rockets at each other and, and screaming delete and obsolete, like, they're not interesting. Exactly. They're just a couple old guys doing a 15-year-old gimmick. Yeah. A 15-year-old gimmick that honestly wasn't that cool in the first place. Eh, it was kind of cool at the time. Actually, no, it's way, it's way older than 15 years. We're talking about they're in the 90s. Yep. Jeez, time time is crazy, man. Now when you talk about the 90s, you talk about like 20-plus years now. Mm-hmm. Man... Fuck getting old. Pretty much, duh. Oh, anyway, which is what uh, the Hardys should be saying because they're getting old. Yeah, and, and their new tricks that they learned they can't use. Nope. Like they've the Hardys basically have no purpose if their whole thing is just going to be remember the Hardys as they were because they did that for a long time in. TNA, GFW, Impact, whatever you want to call it, and it didn't work. Until it had a it had rid. a very clear shelf life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's the Hardys though. Revival they, though, still pretty cool. Also the Hardys lost again. Yeah, the Hardys lost because the Revival are smart and top guys. Clink. They don't have anything to clink. Their fists. Because they clearly have no flips. It's true. They definitely don't have flips. They were all like, hey, we're all about this no-fly zone thing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about fly zones. I don't like Drew Gulak without his beard. That's not my issue, which I, I do agree. I do wish he had his beard. He looks like Tucker Carlson. And not in a good way. But, yeah, that's that's not my problem with Drew Gulak, if you want me to... Because this is all I pretty much am going to say about 205 Live. Because, we'll get to it on 205 Live. Well, no, because we're not getting 205 Live, because, spoilers, I'm I'm not watching it anymore. Oh, I know, but, like, I we'll, again, we'll get to it in our predetermined 205 Live time after I'm done telling you about bad Raw things. I mean, there is no 205 Live time. Whenever you talk about the Cruiserweights, I'll just... 
throw in my Okay, fine. Talk. That that was my cruiserweight talk. I don't want to talk about Tazawa and Davari. But John, you, you missed the important thing. Did you not notice something about Raw? Uh, yeah, they didn't use purple ropes. No purple ropes. They learned their lesson, maybe. And then the crowd got so excited because they're like, "Yeah, this is part of Raw. It's exciting." Ah, and they cheer and they got all into the matches and. I'm full of shit. They they still didn't give a shit. About yeah, no, they didn't care. It wasn't the. It's the ropes still the cruiser problem. It's just putting purple ropes is not the is not the solution because the people don't care about these people, no right. matter what the color of the ropes are. Yep. How about you just give them good booking? Tell me about Drew Gulak. Yeah, he had a number one. He was on Raw, which was a weird thing. And he didn't have his megaphone, so why? He had his no-fly zone sign, though. Yeah, but also they're fucking that up because in his two out of three falls match, he tried to get on the top rope again. And which, of course, failed because, duh, that's not his thing. Also, it's weird that Mustafa Ali also now has no facial hair. At the same time that Drew Gulak lost his facial hair. I guess Noam Dar's the only one who's allowed to have facial hair. No, Cedric does. I and Neville. I, I don't know. It's weird. Who cares about their facial hair? Ryan Kendrick. Yeah. I don't That's- know. I, it's something I noticed. You want me to tell you about things I noticed in the cruiserweights? There That's are very- literally all I noticed because the cruiserweights are bad. That's sad but true. But yeah, again, he lost to Mustafa Ali again. Because he was doing attempting a high flying thing again, which makes no sense. Because what the fuck are you doing? That's the whole part of his gimmick is to not do that, and you're making him do it and lose matches. Because he's an evil hypocrite, Owen. That's the point. That's not supposed to be. That's not supposed to be the gimmick. The gimmick is that he is an asshole that hates fun, and I was into that. Yeah, but this is WWE, and they don't know the difference between the two. Fair enough. I, I they, just... lit- they have one character for for their villain, and it's guy who says one thing but is a liar. I I just I want more for Drew Gulak because he is my favorite, and now they're doing him dirty, which they already started to do by you know changing his gimmick from being just I'm a badass who does awesome shit in the ring because I'm a hard worker. But then he took this weird politician gimmick and made something great of it, and now they're ruining that, too. I mean, politicians lie and do the shit that they accuse others of doing. Yeah. So it could be progressive when you think about it. Yeah, but it's still bad. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm kidding. It's, it's not well done at all. No, it's... At least I don't get to watch 205 Live anymore, because... I am as part of the no talking smack thing. I am no longer watching that show to give them any numbers. Well, good. I just read the results and go, "Oh, that's a thing that happened." Whatever. Now all the cruiserweights will get fired. But in fairness, that was going to happen anyway. I suppose. You know what? Would not be against it. Wow. All what? right, we're we're going there with it. Okay. What? what? Come at me. Let's go. I don't intend to. Tell me more about the Monday Night Raw. All right, let's, well, let's talk about the most important thing. Kurt Angle's big reveal. 
Dixie Carter. Yep, it was Dixie Carter all along. I can't believe people actually thought it was going to be Dixie Carter. It was actually Claire Lynch the whole time. They just all showed up and they did the whole thing all over again. Karen Jarrett. That, now that one's 100% not happening because even in the 24, they don't even acknowledge he had a former wife. Did you notice that? Did you watch I, the 24? I didn't, actually. They, they built the whole story about Kurt Angle and they pretty much say that his current wife was there the entire time. What? And then, like, no, that's not fucking true at all. What? Uh, I'm sorry, but what? Yeah, it's, they they at they retcon his story that his current wife is one that helped him through all, all the hard times. And fuck that. Which I mean, in, in fairness, she probably did a lot more help than Karen did. But still, Don. The, to even like paint the picture that it was her the whole time is garbage. Come no, on. it is. It is. I'm. I'm being facetious. If you're, you're going to name drop TNA, yeah, you are absolutely one hundred percent right. Like yeah, I understand that the whole thing's really weird and and kind of a difficult thing to broach, but you can do it a lot better than just like completely writing a person out of existence. You know they actually bring up TNA. Yeah. I know, Dixie Carter's in it. And they key her as being, you know, the former head of TNA? Yeah. That's crazy. Look, man, they they beat Dixie. They don't need to hold anything against her. No, but the fact that they're saying straight up TNA is Oh, crazy. I know, I know. I get it. I'm just, you know, I, th- I do think it's funny, like you said, definitely, that they're now talking about TNA when they never talked about TNA in the past. But hey... TNA is basically dead now. TNA, like, you know, like it or not, TNA is is officially another thing they've killed. Impact may live. TNA and Dixie Carter are fucking gone. Yeah, except now she's showing up on WWE stuff. Yeah, because, hey, she's uh, another person that Vince beat. Fair enough. And that's why I thought, oh, she's going to show up because it's going to be Eric Bischoff all over again. But now it turns out that Jason Jordan is actually his illegitimate love child. Good. I'm I'm glad it was Jason Jordan. Sure. You know why? Why? If you're going to put this bullshit on somebody, put it on the the weaker half of American Alpha and let the good one continue to be on SmackDown. Oh, I don't know about that. You're going to tell me Jason Jordan's better than Chad Gable? I think that I like them both equally and think that they're both awesome and I'm ex- excited for both of them as I have I'm currently finishing the about last night column that'll be on PwC eventually but uh, I have a whole thing just not to you know spoil it for y'all or anything but I have a whole thing that I wrote in there about how uh, I look man Jason Jordan is capable of doing some really impressive shit like he might not be I, I compared them both to the Steiners, and you know what? Like, he might not be the Scott of the group, like I think Chad Gable is, but he's definitely either Rick. And Rick Steiner's a good thing to be. But here's a question, John. Yeah? Is he Pickle Rick? No. I, I want someone to draw Rick Steiner as a Pickle. 
Sure. <laughs> He'll turn. Anyway, I, and look, he's been, remember, he's been doing this for a long fucking time. He is, he was in NXT for fucking ever and like never found his niche until like Chad Gable joined the company and then like suddenly he made sense as a character but like he's been with them for like fucking five or six years at this point and if anyone has earned like getting this big of a push and what like saying you're the fucking illegitimate son of a hall of famer like represents I definitely feel like Jason Jordan is has more than earned it. The problem is that this is so fucking stupid. Why would you do this? Because it's wrestling, John. And like, also, here's the this thing. This doesn't make Jason Jordan look good. This doesn't make him look, like, cool or anything. It just makes him... Everything about him is now in relation to fucking Kurt Angle. And here's the thing, though, John. Yes. If this fails, this is stuck on him forever. Yeah. And he his career is over in WWE if this fails. So, good luck. When you put it like that, man. Mhm. I mean, I I don't know. This just feels so unnecessary when like I feel like you could have gotten the exact same result from just having, you know, either of the American Alpha people be just, like, guys that Kurt Angle recognizes and sees, like, himself in and, like, takes under his wing and mentors and stuff like that. You know, like, say, for example, the relationship between Conan and Prince Puma on Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Too easy, though. We gotta make it fucked up and crazy. And We're it's a just soap like, opera, goddammit. And exactly. It's like when you put, like, oh man, Kurt Angle has this secret that he's been hiding and all this stuff. Like, Jason Jordan should be the star of the story. The story should be about Jason Jordan, the hot new guy. Instead, well, they're making the story about fucking Kurt Angle. Well, wait to see where they go from here now that it's out in the open. If it continues to be back current angle, they fucked up. Yeah, but again, there's no reason to believe that it won't be. Oh no, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we should wait and see before we cast judgment of officially. Okay. But we we both know where it's going. Hey, Owen. I, I have one more thing to pitch you, John. Yeah. What if instead of having a singles push, uh, Chad Gable reforms American Alpha? With whom? Shelton Benjamin. Sure, is he ever coming back? He's cleared now. All right, then. Should, you should be able to resign any time now. So there you go. Let's make it happen. Okay. Hey, Owen. Hey, John. Do you like Finn Balor? I used to. What do you mean? He's a, he's a cool demon guy. No, he's not a demon guy. He's sometimes a demon guy. He has a sick leather jacket. John, he hasn't been a demon guy in like a year. Well, yeah, but like, he'll get to it. He only is a demon guy in special occasions. You know this. Yeah, he's going to be a demon guy at SummerSlam, I bet. And then he's going to make the ring turn into demons. I would be totally excited to watch the ring turn into demons. Really? 
Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean the match will be good. It just means that I saw a fucking ring turn into demons. It's cooler than it turning into maggots. You might turn into demon maggots. Their maggots just, they're painted black and red. That could be worse. Tell me, tell me about this Finn stuff and I'm going to tell you what's super fucked up about it. I mean, you don't have to tell me because the answer is everything is super fucked up about it, Owen. Oh, there's something really in particular, though. Finn Balor fought Elias Sampson again. Even though he beat him last week. Uh-huh. The match was basically just an excuse for Finn Balor to get brained in the head with Elias Sampson's guitar. See, That's not- cool, though. No, John, no. Why? This is where it's fucked up. He got brained with a guitar. Yeah. With a guitar. Yeah. Not a fake guitar. That was a real guitar he hit him with, full blast in the head, and cut him open with. Oh, it wasn't gimmicked? He played it earlier. It still could have been gimmicked. No, the you could see when he got hit the... The strings on the guitar cut it, slash his face open. Hmm. And all the electronics were still in it. That was a real guitar you hit him with. Oh, jeez. So, that's fucked up that they didn't gimmick that guitar. Yeah, it's a little fucked up, actually. Did you not notice the guitar didn't blow up like, you know, fake guitars do? No, I, I didn't. It, it, I saw the... It looked to me like it, you know, blew up a bit, but I, I guess... No, that's just because he hit him so fucking hard with it. Yeah. Yeah, when I, when I when people told me about this, I went back and looked and went, "Oh Jesus Christ, this Man. is awful!" Because he got fucked up in the side of the face because of, of the strings. I'd say I'm gonna have to go back and look at that, but I no, I'm I'm good. I don't want to. You you probably should because it's what an awful decision that it was. No, I don't want to go back and look at it because then I'm gonna have to go back and look at fucking Bray Wyatt being like, ha ha ha. Now we're gonna have to fight Finn! And then everyone goes, wait, didn't you tease that, like, two months ago? Yep, it's finally happening. God damn it all. Great. So I guess Bray technically won that Seth Rollins feud and nothing came of it? Yeah, I mean, he beat him twice. Doesn't matter, they basically cheated. Sure. Let's hope Finn's okay, you know. I mean, got, Seth got... Rollins is fighting The Miz now. Why? Why not? I can... There's not enough time, John, for me to list. Why not? I mean, Seth Rollins basically acted like Sting, and that was kind of cool. Oh, uh, boy. Well, that's good. If he's acting like Sting, maybe... This time, the Miz will uh, buckle bomb him into a corner. And yeah, I was gonna say, career. it's like, is this keep what you kill rules? Is it is that why Seth Rollins offered or Dean Ambrose the chance to beat him in the back with the chair, or as a you know sign of like recompense for breaking up the Shield? Like, did he just become Sting when he beats when he killed Sting and ended his career? Maybe. I mean, who else's career did he end? He he ended someone else's career. He almost ended Finn's. Yeah, he definitely almost ended Finn's. He almost he fucked up John Cena's face. That's right. Yeah, he just fucks up everyone. 
bad man. Yeah, basically. I, I, I don't I don't like I liked him for a period, but then he just kept being the same thing. Yeah, and and that's the thing that I, I wrote about in uh, about last night that you will read uh, when it is done is that the I, problem with all all this is that Rollins has his words are good. He says good things, like when he cut that promo about when um you know in the lead up to the Triple H match, uh, talking about how like you know if karma. Uh, he's at like his lowest point. And he feels like maybe he earned this and everything. Like his action, his words are pure and and great and show signs of a person who is growing. But then his actions, he still acts like the same little sort of arrogant piss baby, angry little piss baby that he's always been. And he's still the Kingslayer. Still like I'm the best. I'm the coolest. And like you know his even his apology to. To Ambrose, it's like he it basically comes out of like yelling out of exasperation at him, and then like he doesn't even address like do anything to really address like how he's changed as a person and how he's no longer the kind of person that would you know fucking stab his friend or someone else in the back to get what he wanted. Like he doesn't really address that much instead of being like, Oh, I don't want to dwell on the past, but if you do, you could beat me with this chair, get it over with. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this, this fake shield reunion. Because if you're gonna do it, you need to have all three, and the third one's kind of busy. A little bit. Doing his main event shit. Which, kind of. Which cool. actually, that was the really, that was a really good match this week. The main event. Yeah, I actually have some news that I forgot to mention when we talk about the main event. It was really cool that they gave. Uh, Seth Rollins, or Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns, like, 30 minutes to do a real legit match that was really well done and very good and made me forget about, oh, clearly the obvious ending is going to happen and the Braun Strowman is going to show up and murder everyone. Oh, the thing I said was going to happen last week. Yes, the thing you said was going to happen. And you're like, nah, that's not going to happen. So yeah, I guess we're going to get that Fatal 4-Way after all. Not that I'm complaining. Yeah, now here's some weird news, John. Okay. About that. Uh, I I think Brock Lesnar's going to drop the belt. What? I think the Lesnar man's going to drop the belt at SummerSlam. Oh, really? Because he's been in Las Vegas for Paul Heyman lately. I mean, he was always going to probably going to drop the belt. But you know why he's been in Vegas lately. I, yes, I have heard the stories that apparently he's looking for another MMA run, which, dog, remember how that last one ended? Yeah, where he won? And then it was revealed that he was on steroids? Yeah, and? He made a bunch of money, who gives a shit? Spark Lesnar. I mean, I would think that UFC fans and people that do MMA would give a shit. No, they don't. They're the same people that are going to buy the McGregor-Mayweather fight, which is going to be dog shit. Yeah, well. Same. Doesn't matter. It's still a, it's still a freak show, and they're going to pay to say it. They just end up paying more than 10 bucks, which is what we do when we get a better, slightly better thing. But yeah, this might be the time to have either Bing Bong or uh, Samoa Joe win the belt. It would be cool 
it would be great if that's how they did it. I think we know full well how this. Yeah, Samoa's gonna beat Roman Reigns and win the ne- belt. Never bet against the Rom Dog. I'm. I am this time. I'm saying Samoa's gonna end up beating, uh, getting the the fall off of Rom Dog because he's not gonna do it on Lesnar, and he's not gonna do it on Bing Bong. You really think they're gonna end this? This whole fucking charade with Brock Lesnar never being beaten by anyone on the main roster. Yeah. Well, no, he get, um, Oh, I guess Goldberg doesn't count. Goldberg doesn't count. No, of course Goldberg doesn't count. No, yeah, but the uh, the Undertaker beat him by cheating. The matter still counted. Triple H beat him. John Cena beat him. That was before he went on. Seth the- Rollins beat him. No, he didn't. Yeah. He pinned Roman Reigns and won the title. Remember but WrestleMania yeah, 31? He didn't take a pin. True. But he did take a pin on tri- from Triple H, and he did one from John Cena. Yes, but again, those were before the Brock Lesnar run became... The Brock Lesnar run, which I don't think really started in earnest until uh, until the Extreme Rules match where he beat Triple H. He beat Triple H in Extreme Rules. I don't remember this. This was their. This was the blow off to their uh, their WrestleMania 29 match. Oh, right. Okay. They had the steel cage match where he gave right. Triple H a concussion. Yes, right. And then he, then he went on to beat CM Punk. Then he went on to uh, beat The Undertaker, and then he beat fucking Cena. Okay, but still, Undertaker beat him. Still cheating. Doesn't matter, even though we were clearly there. and It's still in the record books. Still won. It does matter, though, because it does matter as a thing that he has not been legitimately beaten. And he shouldn't be. Not until they're ready to make a superstar. Keep this going as long as they can, and then when. But they clearly can't keep it going as long as they can because he's gonna leave and go fucking do MMA again. Yeah, and then he's gonna come back because he's gonna make all this fucking money. His star's gonna be bigger now. I. I think that that assumes that Brock Lesnar would want to come back. Oh, he definitely wants to come back. He 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 loves this shit. He wants to do both. He did both. Remember? He I did just, SummerSlam and then I, he did UFC. I genuinely wonder how much longer Brock Lesnar has doing this because Two more he doesn't years. have to. Well, one and a half more years at this point. He's got two more WrestleManias in him. If you say so. I'm pretty sure that's how the contract is set up right now. And then I think this will be his last contract. Don't don't say it's but that's what I think. I'm I may be wrong. Alright, well that's raw. I give it an eh out of eh. I'm glad you didn't mention Enzo or the women's stuff, because it was all bad. Oh, yeah, right. We could talk about that. Nope. I said I'm glad you didn't talk about them. We're not talking about them. Enzo picked a fight with Cass and John, had I Big said... Show fight for him. 
Let me talk about SmackDown to get you off of this. Nope. Bailey pinned the women's champ. Now she and Sasha Banks are going to have a number one contendership match. I bet that's going to end up being a triple threat. That's going to end up being a fatal four-way. Oh. Nia Jax is going to interfere, duh. Fair. They're, they're doing Bing Bong just with the women, obviously. Come on. Fair. John, let me talk about SmackDown. We've been... Nope. You, you've been talking real long. Let me talk about SmackDown, because this is the week for Battleground. No one wants to see a Punjabi prison, except for you. That's not true at all. Those people in Alabama were pretty stoked about seeing the Punjabi prison. Because they fucking had it at SmackDown. But it's not really the Punjabi prison. Yes, it was! Did you not look at it? You say in your notes that it doesn't have spikes. Yeah, that's not a thing, because the spikes were stupid, because it never affected the matches. Fun fact, first Punjabi prison, there were spikes on both the inside and outside cage. Second one, it was only the outside cage. Third one, no spikes. Now, would you like to hear something interesting about the actual Punjabi prison? Well, I suppose so. The actual structure, because you think, oh, it's this... Bamboo thing, right? It's not. It's not made of bamboo at all. No, it's. You've told me it's. It's a steel cage covered in bamboo. No, it's not. Because I digged deeper into this and talked to some people who were were part of the construction of the original Punjabi prison. Okay. Uh, have you ever like? Had your hands on, like, a big, thick lead pipe? Yes. That's what the cage is. It's essentially the blue cage. Just thicker. And more dangerous. It's just made up to look like bamboo, but those are giant, thick fucking bars. Of steel. Okay. So, yeah. That thing is crazy. But anywho, yeah, they had the cage, and they spent 15 minutes explaining the match when you could just, you know, fucking go to the network and look, or have them explain it before the actual match on the pay-per-view instead of this terrible thing they did. But then Randy Orton came out and cut a promo and climbed it, and... So like, I'm in a cage now! No, he didn't climb into it, he just stood on top of the outside cage and did his dove pose. And it also said, yo, you fucked up. The only reason you won those other matches is because of the same brothers, and now they're not even allowed able to get into the cage, so you fucked up. Oh no, I bet there's no way the Singh brothers will be able to find a way inside the cage. Weird, John's as if it's got these giant holes in it, and they're very small. What? That's exactly what's going to happen. What? No when, way. When the match gets to the outside cage, they're going to climb in and hold Randy Orton down while Jinder gets out. But that's impossible. I mean, yeah, it's it's totally possible, and I hope the the match leading up to the final uh, the final part of it is really good because I know the finish is gonna suck. I wonder who's going to win, dude. Jinder's holding the belt until SummerSlam, where he's gonna drop it. Come on. But to whom? That's a good question. I it might be John Cena. Whoa! He's gonna be the one foreigner, then he's gonna be the other foreigner. Duh! America! 
Um, do you care about the, the Usos? Yeah, I... Yes. Do you care about uh, the New Day? No. Unfortunately. Aw. Well, Jimmy Uso and uh, Kofi Kingston had a really good match. Because Kofi was doing some really weird spots that I really liked. Okay. Including one where he did almost... He was in the middle of a Kobe Tanhiro. And, uh... What happened was he actually like stopped in the middle of it and was just bouncing on the rope in mid, you know, position of it, and not touching the ground, and then waited till Jimmy turned around and then finished the move. Huh. And the new day were freaking out like you've never seen that before. It's just crazy. That's the new good. day do. Yeah, this was, this match was really fun. I really liked it. The finish was that uh, Jay got on the on the rope to distract. Kopi did a uh, you know a a splash except that uh, J- that uh, Jimmy caught him and rolled it into a pin and won so does that mean they're done feuding no they have a title match at the pay review oh that's what this is building to they, cause one of cause- cool let's have a bunch of singles matches and build to having these guys all fight each other yeah, they, great. They, that they had the other match last week where the New Day won, and now this is the one where the Usos win. It's all stupid. Yeah, yeah I know, but the match, the matches have been good. So I'm, I heard you like fifty-fifty bookings. So we fifty-fifty'd your booking so that your booking can be your booking. Shut up, John. In half. The, the match was good. I look forward to their tag match. Um. We had our weekly segment of all the women in Shane's office. Uh, we're all hanging out here because grand. And Shane's like, well, you know, we got this big five-way elimination match on Sunday. But yeah, real creative. Okay, again, I, I'm not praising this story at all. I know. <laughs> but, uh, but we need a big match tonight on SmackDown Live. And Charlotte's like, how, how about do you I not f- have this shit booked already? they needed to have this thing. I'm just saying that's what Charlotte should have said, or someone should have said. No, Charlotte said, hey, how about I fight Lana? Because fuck Lana. And then Natalia's like, no, actually, let's not do that. How about I fight Lana? Because fuck Lana. Oh, okay. And then Becky's like, actually, no, fuck you, that. How about I fight Lana? <laughs> and Tamina's like, fuck all y'all, no one's fighting Lana. Except for me. No, not, not even her. And then Natalia's like, well, then why don't we have Charlotte fight Becky? And then Charlotte's like, yeah, no, because we actually want to have a competitive match on the show tonight. Ooh. And Becky kind of like short-circuited at this and the match was set. Becky and Charlotte were going to fight. It, it, that, that part was good. Uh, we 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 had a recap. Match sounds like something that would be good too. Admittedly, guess what? It's spoilers. It, it was great. Well, great. Uh, we had a recap. Tell me more. I will when we get to it. We have a recap of the angle Tell angle. Me now. I want to know now. No, make you wait. We had a no, recap of the you. angle angle, John. I don't care. Renee talked to Chad, and Chad says that Jason had been distant with him lately, but he knew something was up. And then after all, he got a phone call from Jason and he explained the whole thing and says, that's cool. That's, everything's fine. I'm going to be a single superstar now. 
And then when Renee asked him what's next for him, he says, uh, you, want, uh, you want to find out. Which meant, eh, I need to find out from the Raiders. I don't know. He's, he's like, I need to I find out this, from the Raiders. I got these ready, willing, and Gables towels, but that's about it. Yeah, he's not allowed to use those. Come on. And then, John, we had an amazing match. With the debut of Mike Kanellis. Okay. He has the greatest outfit. It's it's I think it's the best wrestling outfit on the entire roster. Okay. Is is he's got long uh you know pants with the hearts all over it. And one of the hearts says M and M M plus M forever with the, the number four. And on the sure. other leg is like a silhouette of Maria. And then he's got a jacket on the back of it is uh, spray painted a, a picture of Maria's face. Sure. With above it says hashtag power of love. And it's, it's just, this outfit is so good. Oh my god. And then Sami Zayn fought him and then Sami Zayn kicked his ass. Well, for, all right the entire, for the entire match. Just beat the shit out of him. Well alright then. Until Maria got in the ring and blocked him and said no don't please that's, that's my husband. That's my husband. I love him. You cad. <laughs> Pretty much what she did. And then the rest of the said, actually, get the fuck out of the ring. She did, and then as soon, while Sammy was distracted, he got clocked in the face and then hit with a Simone driver and lost. Oh, no! Mike Canellis won with, like, three offensive moves. That's how wrestling works. Well, with this, it works. I I thought this was good. I'm... I just hope that this continues and we have an actual match with these two. Sure. Clearly not on Sunday, because that's cause that's why they had it now. And who knows? Maybe they'll do another thing on Sunday. I I doubt it, because this show is already crammed packed with stuff, which we'll get to when we do predictions. How do you feel about John Cena? He is an American man. How do you feel about America? Not super positive right now. How about the concept of America, like, as a whole? Not including current times. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's, 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 it's kind of fucked up, but it's better than not America, I guess? I mean, I, I guess it's better than America not existing? Right now, I, with current times, I would, you know be 50-50 on that, but... Yes. I would still rather America exist than not exist. Okay. But I... I retain my right to rescind that at any point. You just wish it didn't exist in the current state. Yes. Oh, clearly. But John... John Cena's in the ring, and we get another visual from Sunday ruined for us by having the flags in on their poles. Well, all right, then. But Cena cuts the most fucking American promo ever. and Let me tell you, Jack. N- n- not real American, just American. Where he, like, brings up, like, what he it means. Jack, though. Well, he didn't hear. Well. He was serious. Because he was being uh, talking about America, John. And talking about the flag and the, what the colors represent for our military and for our freedom. And then you went on this whole thing about... Fuck that Colin Kaepernick guy, right? Wait. No, he did not do that. Stop it. Stop derailing me. He, like, 
talked about how, like, after Pearl Harbor was attacked, or after 9-11 happened, yes, he referenced 9-11 in this promo. Okay, Jimmy that, Jones. That after all this terrible shit happened to America, the, the flag still waved, because these colors don't run. These colors kick ass. America. It's and a country. At the end of this promo, I'm like, I think it's impossible for me not to cheer for John Cena after this. Because I think that I like, it's, I'm just not allowed to. As an American, I'm not allowed to root against him here. Because this promo was fucking great. So clearly Rusev is going to have some words about that, right? Well, Cena went and grabbed the flag and started waving it. And then out of the crowd, Rusev showed up and said, well, actually, fuck America. All right, then. He didn't get a microphone. He said he just beat the shit out of Cena and then put him in the accolade and made him pass the fuck out. Pretty cool. Like, to the point where he did not move for the rest of the segment that, that went down. Like, Cena was knocked the fuck out while Rusev went and grabbed the flag. His Bulgarian flag went down up to the stage where there were these uh, stands for the flags. Straight up kicks the American one away, waves his Bulgarian flag super angrily, as he does, because he doesn't know how to wave a flag. Yes. And then planted his flag. Nothing wrong with that. And then he planted his flag on the stage. And that was it. All right, then. Not bad. Because guess what, John? They've made a slight tweak to the match on Sunday. Which I'm kind of into. I like this change. This is a good change. But it was a, supposed to be an old-fashioned flag match. It still is. There's just one slight twist that I'm way into. Okay. What if we made it capture the flag? So, not only do you have to climb up and grab your flag, you have to take your flag up to the stage and plant it in the stand. Oh! Whoever can do that first is the winner. Terrible idea, actually. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I like it. It adds it adds something to the match. It adds some more drama. <laughs> it straight up makes it you have to capture your flag and return it to base. I like it. It's I wish maybe the base was like you know. I maybe they'll fancy it up. Make, yeah. Uh, who knows? It, they can't you know, give away everything on the pay per view. Maybe they'll have special pedestals. Okay, I, I guess I'm just saying that, like you know, I, I I wish it didn't have to leave the ring. Well, I mean, it's they sort of say you had to take it to the finish line, which, you know, like any capture flag, you had to take it across the map. It makes sense. They could also they could just take it to their corner and put it up on the hangy thing. No, no, that's like a reverse flag match. You'd well, then you flag. have both flags, and you take down the other flag, and you're like, "Fuck this flag! I got a flag, USA." John, you're making it too confusing. Just, I like. I, I like it too confusing. I like what they're doing. It's good. We have a quick backstage segment with AJ Styles with Nakamura, because guess what? They're having a tag match in the main event. And AJ Styles is trying to talk to him about Japan. It's like, hey, remember Japan? We did Japan things. We did Japan. I beat you up. And Nakamura is ignoring him because he's just staring at the belt sitting on, the, sitting on a chair in the background and says, one day you call, I'll answer. And just leaves. Okay. So... We're hinting at a possible match for these two for the U.S. title. And f- fuck yeah. Let's go. Then we have the Becky versus Charlotte Flair match. It's really good. 
Why couldn't you just tell me about this one I asked you before? Because I'm doing the show in order. Well, you don't have to. Well, I, I work hard on my notes, sir, so let me just tell you that the match was great. It was lots of near falls and lots of great finishers, but it ended with Charlotte going for that moonsault off the top rope that she does. Gets caught into a disarmor. Okay. Almost gets to the ropes, and Becky's like, actually, no, I'm going to roll you to the center of the ring, and then you have to tap. And what was good was that commentary explained that why she tapped out was she needed to preserve herself for Sunday. She couldn't stay in the hold and get injured before the shot at the number contendership. There. That was good. But then, then everyone came out, and they all fought because it's a go-home show. And it ended with uh, Lana and Tamina standing tall. No. I, I refuse to accept that. We'll have to say it's an elimination match. They might have to fight each other. Uh, after that, we get an interview with Naomi, with Renee, about what, what just happened. And Naomi's like, that's... Fine, I I don't care. I'll I'll take on whoever wins that match. I have a title. It's cool. I bring it to the floor. I bring it to the floor, and I'm going to bring it to Philadelphia because I'm going to be at the show to be the first person to get in the ring and congratulate the winner. And then all of a sudden, the briefcase showed up in in the focus, and went, and Carmella's like, "Well, I'm also going to be there at Battlegrounds." So you better watch your back because I got this briefcase. So they're teasing that the cash in might happen on Sunday. No one cares about your damn briefcase. I care. I like. No one cares about you. I I like Carmella. I miss Ellsworth. Then then we got the best segment of the night, John. We got the Fashion X Files. Okay. With the. Fandango dressed up as Mulder, and Tyler Breeze dressed up as Scully. Okay. With complete with the wig. As and, you do. And they're trying to explain, like, clearly, this we wasn't ghosts or aliens, or ghost aliens, because those things don't exist. That's crazy talk. It, clearly, this is all up to science. Science, because they looked, they looked up into the sky. Oh. And when they said that there was no such thing as, you know, ghosts, all of a sudden you heard a ooh from a ghost. Okay, but it wasn't a ghost, clearly. No, no because they went over to check the sheet and it was Aiden English practicing singing. He's doing, he's doing his warm-ups. Of course. Yep. And then when they said it was an aliens, all of a sudden the big light flashed above them. And Tyler Breeze talks about how he wants to meet Alf real badly. But it was actually a delivery man with a box for them that had just turned the lights on in the room. And you should... Have you watched this segment? Because Fandango's no. reaction to this guy, like, fully convinced he's an alien, but he's so human-like, is hilarious. Because he just keeps going, wow, wow, and, like, touching his face and stuff. It's it's so good. All right. But yeah, they got a package, and Tyler Breeze checked what was in the box and said, nope. Don't check the box. It's bad. What was and in the box? That's what Fandango asked. He said, what's in the box? 
And John, what happens when you ask what's in the box? What's in the box when you say that? I don't know. Never seen seven? Was it a head? Yes. Whose head was it? Tully! From last week, the ho- no! body horse! No! The horse was decapitated all mangled up. No! They, they killed Tully. And there was a note. And the note, only thing it said on the, the note was Battleground. The story concludes on Sunday. Does it? Well, it said to be is concluded beginning? at Battleground. Again, or is it only just beginning? I would like to know who did this. And I would like to know in person, please. I I want to see the authors of Pain debut. Unless it's Luke Harper and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, who we haven't seen in a while. Maybe it's them. But I think it's the authors of Pain. So there. Only thing left is uh, the main event, which was AJ Styles and Nakamura against Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin. Why would they debut the tag team champions of NXT before having them drop their belts? Because... Shut up, that's why. I actually think the story's going to continue until SummerSlam when they debut. After they dropped the belts the night before, but whatever, shut up, John. You know what I don't like about this feud with Corbin and and Nakamura? Mm, Everything? Nakamura can't do his full entrance because Baron Corbin jumps him every time. Which he tried to again this time, except that Nakamura ducked when the briefcase was coming at him. Oh no! And the match started with everyone fighting on stage, and then they had a match. And would you believe that these four guys are really fucking good at wrestling? I don't know about that. There was a good bit where uh, Kevin Owens tagged in and then Corbin went out to the outside while AJ Styles was near the ring apron, like in his head hanging over. And simultaneously, uh, Owens and Corbin punched and kicked him at, at the same time. Okay. And, and, and you hear just Owens yelling, Simultaneous! Did you see that? <laughs> great. Kevin Owens Sounds like great. something Kevin Owens would do. Yep. Also, Kevin Owens pinned the, the US champion with a pop-up powerbomb. Oh no! Revenge! And that's how the show ended. Smackdown was good. Aside from the few problems I had with it, overall it was a good time. Well, that's all well and good, Owen, but do you think that Sunday's Battleground is going to be any good? Uh, Speaking as someone who has a uh, a ringside ticket to it, I'm going to say it better fucking be great. Then why don't you tell me what you think's going to happen? Oh, you want my predictions? I do want your predictions, Owen. Well, Battleground is this Sunday, live from Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the greatest city in the world. Citation needed. I'm, I'm your citation, bitch. Needed another source. You've been here. Citation needed. Shut up. Owen! Yeah. Let's talk about the pre-show match. Guess who's fighting again? My adopted son. Ty Dillinger and Aiden English. Yeah, I like these two. 
Sure, they why did not? Something but fight each other. Oh, I want to see them fight each other. That's, that's I'm fine with that. I'm gonna have a good time watching that match. Ty's clearly gonna win, but it's gonna be a fun thing to do before the show starts. Plus, I get to chant ten, which wanna you hear. don't get to do. Well, you want to hear about another rematch that's gonna be on this show? Oh shit! They did add that. Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Wow, they actually did that. And I, I, I guess they must announce that at some point today because when I was checking the card earlier, it was not there. How about that? My my article, what I said in my article on progress not cool is totally wrong. You are a liar, sir. Well, I take after Gulak. John, so, who's gonna win? I think Mike Kanellis is gonna win again. Again? Yeah. Right then. Why? Because the power of love conquers all. And Maria is and Maria is still gonna fuck with the match. Because of course she is. How about AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the WWE United States Championship? I've heard that Kevin Owens doesn't want none. And he lost his belt recently at a house show. Yeah, he did. So I think that since they're setting up so many great feuds with AJ Styles, like with Cena and with Nakamura with the title on the line, with this open challenge, I think it would be stupid to have him drop the belt. I agree. I just, man. I, I know. I like Kevin the face Owens of America. Without a title. I like the face of America stuff. But the possibilities of an AJ Styles title run far outweigh it. I guess I just wonder, though, what's... What's KO going to do now? He's going to go into the WWE title. Against gender? No, he's going to, you know, he's going to be in the contention for it, but he's not going to win the title shot. No! KO! I know. It's fine. He'll, He'll find something to do. You know, you know him. What else we got? Uh, what else do we have? We have uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. I'm excited for this. This is going to be great. Is it? Nakamura's going to strong style as fuck, and Baron Corbin's going to be like, ah, fuck you, and punch him, hit, hit him with the deep six, which will look great because Nakamura is going to sell out like a million bucks like he did that one time. Yeah, it's going to be great. Nakamura's gonna is really good at selling stuff, and Baron Corbin's really good at having power moves. Also, he's gonna eat that Kinshasa like a bitch. Nakamura Both. wins. Okay. Let's talk about Charlotte versus Becky versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Lana in a fatal five way elimination match for the number one contendership to the uh, SmackDown Women's Title. Hey, hey John. Yeah. Would it be fucked up if I want Lana to win? Yes, but I understand your want to watch the world burn. It's true, I do. And I think with Tamina at her side, I think it's possible. Because I don't see... uh, Unless there's going to be a cash-in between now and SummerSlam, I can't see Charlotte or Becky getting it. And I don't think it's going to be Natalya. Yeah. I think it's going to be Lana. All right. And this time, maybe she'll actually learn how to wrestle. 
think you might be asking him a little too much. Well, not not for this match. I mean, for SummerSlam. Don't have a month. What did I just say? Fair enough. <clears throat> John Cena versus Rusev in a old school f- but not really flag match. It's old school enough. It's better than what they tried before. Fair. John Cena and America wins. Because, yeah, we're in the birthplace of America. What the fuck? And also, John Cena is going to go after the WWE title at the next pay review. The Usos versus the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I think it's a month too early for the New Day to win the belts. So I think the Usos are going to find a way to retain uh. using some chicanery with line tags. Right then. Yeah, they're, they're, New Day's going to win the belts at the Barclays Center because, you know, they've been champs for the past three years there. If you say so. Hey, it's, it's where they started that 400-whatever-day title reign. It's true. They'll, they'll win the belts then. Talk about the Punjabi prison. Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton in a Punjabi prison match. Impossible for Jinder to lose this match. He's got to go into SummerSlam with the belt to set up the John Cena match. Also, the Singh brothers are going to get through the big gaps in the big cage and hold Randy Orton back. But that's impossible! John, do you know how the first Punjabi prison match ended? No. Uh, Undertaker and Big Show fell through the side of the big cage. And Undertaker hit the ground first. They went through the cage instead of over it. Cool. So, yeah, and any any bullshit is possible in this match. Get hype. I am. I'm excited. I want to see the stupid thing. At least I'm aware it's a stupid gimmick and I'm looking forward to seeing a thing that hasn't happened in ten years. Why not? Alright. Well, have fun with that, Owen. I will. I'll have a great time. I will be there in the second row... In my Orange Flyers jersey, having a grand old time. Because I like watching wrestling in person. Did you have a good time watching NXT this week? I missed the end of it. Oh, really? What I saw, I liked. Yeah, it was was pretty okay. Tell me about it. Do I have to? Briefly, yes. It's very hot in this room. You have to understand. I'm saying briefly, tell me about it. Ruby Riot had, and Ember Moon had that match that they teased a couple weeks ago. I don't like Ember Moon's hair. Why? It looks fine. I don't like the silver. Makes her look old. I think she looks cool. Looks like her hair is graying. I think you are way overstating how the the dark... I feel like you're way overstating the fact that the Amber makes her look old. I think she looks cool. Do each your own. This is a good match. Yeah, it was it was good. All you have to say about it? I, I'm not a big Ember Moon fan. Sorry. You just hate everything. I like bad things, John. You know this. Amber looked Amber looked really good. Ruby Riot also looked very good. 
Okay. Shut she, your mouth. She hit the eclipse, and I was like, fuck. Don't, don't murder. Cool move. Stop murdering people. No, that's a cool move. So I still have flashbacks of Billy Kay. Billy Kay had it coming. No, she didn't. Not like this. Had it coming. Shut up. What else happened? Had, uh... Hideo Tommy kick a trash can. Fuck trash cans. He didn't like that trash can. He was, he said some things that, uh, Cassius Ono, and Ono was like, alright. And he was like, yeah, well, I hate this trash can, so bah! Did he actually say, I hate this trash can? I mean, I can't really speak Japanese anymore, but I feel like that's the, the gist of what he was saying, was, I hate this trash can, brah! Okay, cool. They're gonna have a match next week. Of course they are. Isn't that cool? N- no. Showed a video for Street Profits. Yeah, Street Profits! Still don't know what Street Profits is. Did you see him stay on top of the truck and, and it said zero miles per hour? Yeah. It's great. It's okay. These guys are great. I love them. They were more over than Ty Dillinger at that house show I was at. Love it. Oni Lurkin and Danny Birch had another match. Match of the night. Yeah, it was real good. Those Fuck. those t- two angry bald men sure like to punch each other a lot. There was blood and oh, it was great. Yeah, Oni Lorcan keeps busting fools up and yeah, he only had it coming. Did he? Yeah, Danny Burch was like, "I'm gonna uppercut you." And he's like, well, "I'm gonna slap you in the nose and break your nose." Cause fuck you. Did that to Hideo too. Yeah, it's great. I I love Oni Lorcan. He is so. Badass. Only lurking one with a single leg Boston Crab. I see what they did there. They even called it out. It was a tribute to Lance Storm who trained him. Oh, I was saying because he's from Boston. Also Lance Storm. You're Lance Storm. Thank you. Now, if I could be serious. No, you're boring. Now, if I could be serious for a moment. Boring. Fuck boring. you! Fuck you! Boring. No, I'm gonna wave this American. I'm gonna wave this. Uh, I'm gonna wave this Canadian flag, and you're gonna respect it. Also, I respect Danny Burch because he was a badass in this match as well. And then I, I, I respect like, that they Danny Burch after the match was like, "No, fuck that! You beat me twice. I want one more time." So they're gonna have the. They're gonna fight again. Yeah, I can't wait. Because the first two matches were great. Let's go. Do it at takeover. Danny Birch win something. Do it at takeover. Spoilers. Part of this taping. Oh. Do another one at takeover. Or, yeah, okay. Or become a tag team. Yeah, okay. All right. Besides, they got to do uh, Chapa Gargano at takeover. So? So... They gotta have time for that match. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. Fuck you! I'm really excited for Chapa Gargano. I'm sad because friendship is dead. I hate the dead. psycho killer. Friendship is... Then Elsa, they're not gonna wrestle there. You kidding me? You know Chapa's like not clear to wrestle, right? Oh, right. So, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I forgot. Let me have my hopes and dreams, damn you. At the earliest, that match would happen at TakeOver Philadelphia. Let me have my dreams. Actually, no. The, the earliest would actually be the one attached to the Survivor Series. It might be clear by then. Have my dreams. Why can't you let me have my dreams? Because. What else? It's the worst. That's what else. Okay, cool. Is that it? Is that it for NXT? Is, that, is it over? No. The Fiesta Man fought Cesar Bamani. Remember? Or Banani. Remember that guy that beat Cien almost that one time? I love that they had to show the end of the other match going, remember this guy? Here. Here's a reminder. That was the first thing I thought of when when he came out. I was like, oh yeah, isn't that that guy that beat Almas once? And then they showed that. I was like, oh, well, yeah, it is. Yep. And then I was like, beat the fuck out of him. I liked what happened afterward, though. And that, that lady that is mad at Almas came out, and I guess the only person she's more mad at than Andrade saying Almas is No Way Jose. Who knew? She's Latin, and Latin women are very passionate. And- Welp! And extremely, extremely angry all the time. So they're going to play up that stereotype in this character. Nope! What you're doing? Her rage is fueling Amis to murder. And I'm, and I'm kind of into it. It's cool. Really, John, you don't think WWE's above stereotypes when you look at the fucking Punjabi prison? above stereotypes. At least this isn't an offensive one. I mean, it is. It's just less offensive than the ones they usually do. That's what I'm saying. By WWE standards, this is great. Let's go. Uh, Come on. Almas needed somebody. This is, gr- this is a good fit. I like Almas. I do too. And now he has the missing piece. He needed a, uh, a manager. But he has such a cool hat. And she can hold the hat while he wrestles. Fair enough. Hmm? Anyway, so yeah, then the, the last match was uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre versus, uh, what's his name? Almost called him Drew Gulak. That would have been unfortunate. Killian Dane, dude. Yeah, I know. But I wanted to talk about how I almost called Drew McIntyre Drew Gulak. Monster. Can we Not talk as much though? of a monster as Killian Dane, am I right? Okay, though, I didn't see the end of this match, but can we talk about Killian Dane's entrance theme? Hey, spoilers. Drew, Drew McIntyre won. I almost called him Drew Gulak again. God damn it! Drew Gulak never wins, you know this. I know! That's why I was hugely mistake, misspeaking. Uh, you can say mistaken. It, it doesn't summon him to show up. Right. That's fair. But, John, can we talk about Killian Dane's theme? Yeah, it's not very good. It's fucking great! It plays Irish music, it's a remix of the Sandy theme. Oh, it's... And there's I don't like it. Oh, it's hilarious. I love it. It's really dumb, and I don't like it. I love it. I love that every Sandy member has their own remix of the theme. Because if you, if you didn't notice, Nikki Cross also has this. I know she does. I like it. I like this. I don't like it. I like that they all just don't come out to the same song now. It's good. I like the weird Sanity Primus song. I do too, and I, and I like the Crazy Irish remix. Uh, 
Again, though, like I said, I don't like the Nikki Cross remix either. I think the only one I actually like is the is the Real Sanity one. John, I didn't see the Smash Tell me about it. It was fine. That's it. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I honestly thought it was only it was it was good. I mean, look, Drew McIntyre is very talented. Killian Dane is a big scary monster man, although not quite as scary monster man as you know, like fucking Braun or anything. It was it was good. Well, uh, did Drew convince you that he should be the number one contender at Takeover Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, of the people they have, I don't know who else it would be. So Roderick Strong. He already had that match. Do it again. I think I no. I think that they definitely made a good case for Drew McIntyre being like the next person in contention. I guess I just still feel like they haven't really made a good case for Drew Gulak the babyface or Drew, Drew McIntyre the babyface rather. Drew Gulak's not a babyface. What if he was Owen? Then maybe he would win a match. Everybody loves the no-fly zone. Also, the name of this episode is WWE Battleground Predictions slash Drew Gulak McIntyre. Sure, fine. I accept this. And with that, I think we should end the episode. Yeah, okay. Like I said, Drew McIntyre is good. He is a very good wrestleman. I still don't really care about him as a character. That's understandable. Because I feel like his character is basically just, hey, remember me? I was the dude who was a guy, and then I went to the indies. I was in 3MB. No, that's the thing. If he actually sold like, sold himself on the fact that he was in 3MB, I would like him a lot more. If he was like, I did a whole bunch of crazy shit. Remember when I was in 3MB? That was wild. Hey, and I'd be like, yeah, man, that was wild. We had a great fucking time, you and I. And John, guess what? Man band. I I one hundred percent guarantee that for the main before the main event of Takeover, they're gonna show Jinder and Slater in the crowd. I could see that. They're totally gonna show them. I would. You know what? If they did that, I would be totally stoked. They need to. That's the audience that that NXT is catering to. They'll do it. I just don't trust him, is all I'm saying. Alright, we'll see. But is that it for Heel Turn? That's it for Heel Turn. It's been a production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. It's a website about wrestling. Mm-hmm. And other stuff. Mostly wrestling. It's mostly wrestling. The podcast is where we get weird. I mean, we could get weirder with it. I mean, you mean where like the raw articles actually going up on Tuesdays? Man, I was busy making money. Okay, I- I'm aware. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I'm saying no. What I meant actually was, we could get even weirder with it if instead of you know me having to get money by babysitting and doing other odd jobs, because writing doesn't pay the bills, that instead. The people out there could give us money to do more crazy things. How could they do that? Well, Owen, it turns out that we actually have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash PWC. 
We sure do. For just $1 a month, you can get the show notes for this episode, all past episodes, and as long as you keep paying that dollar, all future episodes of Heel Turn. Plus other exclusive stuff if we hit certain goals. Wow. Like exclusive podcasts, extra articles. What? Video podcasts. How is this possible? Possible through the power of our How can we afford to give these people such a good deal? Because they are going to literally pay for it, John. That's how. Well, I guess when you put it that way... Like, I don't know on any other way I could put it. All right, then. I don't know, but I guess I'll just have to take your word for it. Hey, John, you want to do me a favor? Yeah. Speed it up. It's very warm in this room. Man, it's it's hot. I'm tired. It, I'm naturally slow down. It's the, the way of, that things go. People Follow us are on Twitter at podcast. The Heel Turn or on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWDOTC. We stream this sucker live every Wednesday starting at 9 p.m. Eastern over at Mixler.com slash ZoneCast and Ozone, twitch.tv slash Online. Got mixed up for a second there. Uh, find this podcast wherever you find podcasts because we're there. Yeah. Also, ZoneCast.com yep. has a website. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you can find me on Twitter at IamJohnGM. I am on Twitter at the underscore ozone and John, I was gonna say that the people are gonna hit times two speed on this podcast, but you did a good job there. You you wrapped it up nice and tidy. And that's and with that hiss, uh we will be back next week with another episode. We'll be on the other side of Battleground. I will be attending live. If you want to get pictures and videos and all kinds of content from the arena, make sure you follow me on Twitter. We're on the road to SummerSlam! Except that we're not going this year, and it's all your fault. Actually, no, it's not your fault. It's the WWE's fault. Yeah, it's really their fault, honestly. They they charge too much money. Oh, I didn't tell you that that last bit of news before we go. Uh, the, the Royal Rumble packages went on sale this week. The travel packages. They sold out instantly. All right, then. I didn't even get a chance to look at them. I wasn't going to buy one, but I just wanted to look at how how they were doing them. They were sold out. All right, then. So, yeah. Get everyone get hype. Come to the Royal Rumble. It's going to be great. We'll see you in January and also next week. And until then... Y'all... Oh, God, it's so hot. Yes, yes, it is, John. Welcome to the summertime. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.